I'm working as an artist. <laughs> I'm a food activist, book author, gallerist, and creator. I have been creating shows in Brazil, Paris, and I don't know. And um, as well as I organize, I'm organ events organizer because I organize Berlin Food Art Week at the end of the day. And, uh, and this, uh, we are doing Sao Paulo and Bologna this year. And uh, so I don't know. What am I? <laughs> what am I doing? Well, welcome to the Berlin Valley Podcast. Welcome back to the podcast, Taina Gedez. Um, you, you are all of those things. Um, and uh, you were one of my first guests on the podcast um, when I started in 2015. So um, it's really great to have you back and to have uh, something so exciting as Berlin Food Art Week to talk about. And in the meantime, you also um, released a new book, Die Küche der Achtsamkeit, so The Kitchen of Mindfulness. Um, so I think we have a lot to talk about. Yeah, cool. <laughs> um, maybe let's start with, uh, so this is the second year of Berlin Food Art Week? Is that yeah, it's the second year, but it's the third year of Food Art Week. Okay, so where, where was it? Um, what was the first year? The first year we did Berlin, then last year Paris. Right. Okay. Yeah. And, and now back in Berlin. Yes. And it's it's also taking place in in other cities around the world. How does it feel to see something that you started kind of take wings and and fly off to different places and grow there? It feels like crazy. And when it, in the end of the day, I just like ask myself if I'm really crazy to, to do that. Because actually, like we got so many requests and we have requests to do it in Mexico City, New York, Los Angeles, Hong Kong and Bucharest. Yesterday it came this request. Wow. And I don't know, I just like feel, okay, the people are so like engaged and so... Um, passionate and they really like truly uh, believe in the cause and they want to make part of this global community and they want to promote change and that's for me you know it's like it's a it's a big challenge because I'm like just one <laughs> and uh, I want to I want to make it possible and uh, yeah apparently we are having like we are growing our community And I'm, I'm, I thank you so much because you are one of the persons, you know, that you were there in the first ever event and you have been supporting me uh, since a long time. So you see how the, the way that I, I, I am walking and, you know, and that's like the thing is growing and, and that we, it's, it feels good that we are not alone and it feels good that we can support each other. So it feels like... Uh, um, it's like a dream, you know, that we are dreaming together and that's possible to make it. Yeah. And I don't know how still because I'm looking for a business developer. Um, I am not the business person. I am not like business oriented. So when the person says to me, you know, like I would really like, I really believe this, you know, we have to do it this in Mexico City and our next topic is sugar for next year. Amazing. And uh, Mexico City, you, you know, in Mexico, we That's have a big topic, big topic and a really, really important uh, topic to discuss. And so I, I think, okay, it, that makes sense. That's really important. Okay, let's do it. Uh, I don't know how. I mean, I'm prepared to clean the toilet and to do <laughs> whatever job. <laughs> and, yeah. It's, but it's amazing if you, f you feel like 
it that's not your skill, but yet you've done so much. You know, you've published two books, and this is the third year of Berlin or Food Art Week. Um, and as you said, there's interest all around the world, so people are engaged with it. And it is amazing to have seen your journey over the years. Um, and for anyone who isn't familiar with you, can you <clears throat> speak a little bit about what your philosophy is um, in terms of food and just in general? Yeah, I I think everything starts from like my heart saying to me, okay, I'm daughter of an artist. I somehow it happened to me to open a restaurant when I was I was 19 years old, and then organizing uh, cultural events, exhibitions inside the restaurant, and then trying to like connect food and art, and then lately in Berlin connecting food art activism to promote positive change. And that was like sort of the the way that that brought me to this point that I, I thought, okay, to really promote change, we have to uh, bring together people to create a community. And then somehow it happened to be like a, a global community. <laughs> <laughs> I think because Berlin is very international. So it's like sort of people, uh, in the first Berlin Food Art Week, we were like over 100 artists from all over the world. And we were featured at art magazines in Mexico and in India, at The Guardian, I don't know. So it brought like people from all over the world to visit, like 10,000 visitors. Wow. And, uh, and I think this is like a good way because it's uh, basically my idea is that food and art are both universal languages that can promote positive change. And if you combine both, you have this amazing recipe, which is... The impact of food in our world and society is huge. We all have to eat, otherwise we die. And we have a big influence in our environment, in the politics, in the economies. And the art power is to bring people this sensibilization, the emotion, which is like the most strongest thing we have. And it's not like, uh, you know, many people say, ah, it's very trendy, it's very innovative what you're doing. And... I have, I'm afraid of this word like trains because it's like going to, to pass. But I don't think once the person is engaged and really like feeling connected to the cause with their deep uh, feelings, they, they are not going to change their mind and say, okay, I, I just think this is not, you know, not a good cause. So mm. they are going to stay and this is going to stay. And it's like, I, I think this is sustainable. And... um. That connects a bit to the theme of this year's Berlin Food Art Week, which is versus meat, so like against meat. Um, can you give us a little overview of, of what's going to happen, what kind of events are taking place under that umbrella of of versus meat? Yeah, yeah, it's great. I, I mean, I'm very looking forward to this. <laughs> it was a very uh, polemic topic mm -hmm. and many people tried to convince me to do not do this. Really? Really? What did they say? Like, what was their argument? I'm very curious. Well, they said it's a very political statement. First of all, you're not going to get sponsors. And it's true. Wow. <laughs> like uh, like financial support. And, uh, you know, because actually we open up the, this topic not to, to say, okay, like, we are totally against it. We want to open this discussion and sort of like, okay, we have Hendrik Hazes, for example, he's one of our guests speakers and um, so if he, he's pro-meat but 
what is this idea behind? Okay, people should eat meat, but how? What kind of meat? Like low co-produced, you should like uh, have like the animals should have like a good life, and then you should use all the parts of the animals, and and then of course he's going to be confronted with the like ethical questions. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but let's see, you know. I mean, we are open to listen to his opinion as yeah. well, and the and so it's not. Um, but it's I, I agree, it's very polemic and it's very. Uh, provocative. Our posters and our communications is made by Jorge Chamorro and is a, a pope with a burger on his face. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we are doing the Food Art Week in Bologna and was like really like, do you want maybe to put like a subtitle then just like to make it like softer? <laughs> and um, and I, uh, the idea is like, uh, okay, the, the meat production and the meat cons uh, consumption has big impact in our environment, indigenous people's life, animals, plants, you know, and then Many people, they they don't connect. We live in this schizophrenic uh, society where, like, people, like, they stand for, like, save the Amazonas, save the forest in the world, save the planet. But they eat, like, sort of a lot of meat a day. In Brazil, easily 700 grams a day. Because wow. You, yeah, wow. it's crazy. I mean, yeah. You go to, you eat, like, meat, like, bacon and, and salami, whatever, ham. In the breakfast, and then you go to the churrascarias, you know, this place where you just get meat, and then you eat like easily like 500 grams meat, and then in the evening the, you eat meat again because Brazilians they don't consider a meal without meat, and so that's like this uh, sort of not connection, you know, like okay, I want to save the animals, but I, I I'm just trying, I just like yeah, <clears throat> the there's a disconnect, yeah. And those connections, and also it's interesting because the artists, they are approaching the topic in very in very different ways. Mm -hmm. So we have in the uh, in our exhibitions, we are talking about the forest. So we have indigenous people, we have animals in risk, uh, projected in bodies, this work of like Chito Casal, and we have uh, drawings for Mariana Zanetti. And then we have Rodrigo Braga, who had a solo show at Palais de Tokyo, amazing artist, talking about ethics and also food waste. And Ayrton uh, Heraclito, representing Brazil at Venice Biennale, also like talking about uh, ethics. We have Kate Hersey laying down on the table with like meat and it's like talking about like more this topic, like feminist, how mm. we women are seen in our, within our society. And um, yeah, it's very provocative, but it's also like, a, I think it's a good way to awake awareness. Amazing. Um, and there's a schedule on the Facebook event, which you can find on Facebook under Berlin Food Art Week. And make sure to click on the banner image and see the full picture of the Pope with the burger. <laughs> As said. Um, and so speaking about Brazil and, um, you know, working in a restaurant when you were 19, um, your background is Japanese and Brazilian. Is that right? Yes. So when you were growing up, what kind of food did you have in your house? What was being cooked or what did you eat at the table? Um, well, it's very mixed up, actually, because uh, my mom, you know, when we have uh, rice and beans, we eat with uh, soy sauce. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like fusion. So that's also one of those words that's a bit overused. 
Yeah, yeah, but it's not like this pretentious, like fusion. It's yeah. like just sort of yeah. like something that happened. It, you know, that our Jap- our rice is not the Brazilian rice, but the Japanese Japanese rice, rice. <laughs> sticky rice. Um, and I'm actually I'm twenty five percent Arabian. Oh wow! And Lebanese. So oh, amazing! It's like I, and I love the food. I love best it. food cultures. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, and I, I mean I. I don't know how to explain exactly because I, I just like I figure out a lot of things about my diet yeah. once writing my second book. Mm. And uh, then I uh, the my publisher wanted to make like sort of biographic. So I started like in my childhood and then I started, you know, I never thought my mom, she didn't know this word motainai because... Um, she was not like she's hundred percent Japanese, born in Brazil, but she has no. She doesn't speak Japanese. She's not like connected to to the, her culture. So basically, I found out that actually this is so deep there that you know she's practicing the the motainai concept in her food since ages, but she doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> so you were learning from her. You kind of learned from her. Yeah, at I home d- already. I think yeah, I learned a lot of, a lot from her. But and actually, I thought first I was more influenced by my father because my father was uh, practicing microbiotics, biodynamic. He he wow. did his sprouts, you know. He did his yogurt. He Amazing. fermented. Yeah, all this thing, you know, that like now here in Berlin is super trendy, like yeah. everybody's doing and interested in. Well, my father was doing this. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, so I thought I was very, you know, like eating whole grains, like uh, whole grain rice every day. And then, uh, and then I figure out that actually, no, my mom has also big influence in my in my kitchen skills or kitchen philosophy. Her principles, and we'll explain a bit. Motonai is. Um, would you like to explain what it means? Uh, well, it's like reduce, reuse, recycle, and it's also a way to say thank you. That would be the translation, but I think it's very complex, you know, because right. it's sort of very different one thing to the other, you know, like saying thank you and then you're using, but actually makes sense yeah. because you you say thank you for the environment and, th- and, you know, doing like being respectful towards not only the nature, but it's like a holistic concept, you know, like all these Buddhist thoughts, they are all like a sort of holistic in a way, you know. So itadakimasu is, for example, the word you say before you eat. It's not like a please enjoy this meal, but it refers like saying thank you for the sun, for the earth, for the rain, for the people who cultivated the plant, the people who cook it. It's like, you know, the people who did the ceramics or the only place. Yes. You know? <laughs> Sort of like very, yeah. <clears throat> it's going beyond. It's kind of thanking. Um, just to read a bit uh, from the the page on your about your book, um, the respect for things and the effort to deal accordingly with them and not to waste anything. Um, and so people talk about nose to tail with animals, but also you know when you're cooking vegetables or eating fruit, not to waste. I think there's a lot of waste in kitchens that can be avoided. And as you've um, created your your book, Cock and Midbrot, which, um, yeah, I think people just need to learn that they can use, there's a lot of things that they can use, um, they don't need to throw away. Yeah, and also I think there's like this uh, this thing, many people, they think when they you talk about leftovers, mm. you think 
about like something okay no one wanted that that's yeah. like some sort of like the the rest uh, you know this very hard part of the bread yeah <laughs> or you know and then you don't uh you don't think that this actually like cooking with the leftovers could be very tasty you know and then in that doesn't mean like that this change that we can make all together by reducing our impact in the world uh could put potentially be very very tasty so that's that, like that's that's the idea actually from everything i'm doing you know like it's I, I think like if we want to make something and we want people to be aware and really in, uh, like practically like do something uh, for our world environment or be in a more respectful way to deal with people, whatever thing, it needs to be sort of the message must be spread in a fun way. That's why we have also parties at the Berlin Food Art Week. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Entice them in with the parties and then... Um, teach them about um, mindful eating and no, no waste. <laughs> the, the, the thing is of, of balancing, as I was uh, telling you before, you know, we, okay, eating whole grams, it's like the best, mm -hmm. variety, colorful vegetables, fruits, and so on. But that's also like, uh, I figure out that I have to combine and having like not on, I, I need some white uh, rice and bread, you know, I have to balance, and even if it's like not the optimal, um, like has like the optimal nutritional facts, but it sort of like helps keeping the food longer inside my body and helps me then getting the the vitamins that I need from the other stuffs. So that's like the the thing, you know, with the parties or with the with the exactly grains. have a little bit. With the sugar, fast food. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Amazing. I just recorded that as well. So I can I can add that in. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's amazing to think about it that way. That, because this is also what I'm trying to figure out right now is how to balance. Yeah, for me, it didn't happen the same way. But like how much of, yeah, like bread and pasta and, and things like that can I have? I'm, and I usually go for the whole like the brown pasta and brown bread. So that's really interesting to hear about your experience. Yeah, and also what I think is like when I am very much, you know, eating and like er, all like doing everything right. Yeah. At some point, it's not that I get bored because I never get bored with this amazing variety, right? But I get sort of like, you know, that's not me. <laughs> you know, like I... I'm wild. I'm, you know, I'm crazy. I, you know, I, I cannot be always like walk on the line. <laughs> I have to be a little bit, you know, I have to go some, otherwise I get crazy. Yeah. So like for someone who is maybe, um, you know, eating meat and not really recycling or not really thinking about waste, what, what do you think is a good starting point for someone who wants to make an effort but maybe it's a bit overwhelming to think oh I have to become vegan by tomorrow and I don't know how to separate my rubbish and I don't know how to use my leftovers or to 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 not waste as much in the kitchen would you have some advice for just like the first steps in the right direction yeah I think like first uh, um, as I said at the beginning of the interview I think um, you know the the art has like this power okay we you feel you have to feel okay why should I uh, 
do this step, right? First, you have to be convinced. And then uh, then we can say, okay, we are living in an area of crisis, mm -hmm. climate change, environmental degradation, and, um, you know, all these crises that we are living right now, they are somehow connected to the way we eat. Mm -hmm. Because as we are many, we have this impact. And if we will all want to have a good life and, and leave something good for the planet, and if we all want to leave something good for the next generations, we might have make this change right now. And so what we have to make right now is uh, it's not easy to figure out, you know, if we are going in the right direction or not. But there are like for sure some steps that we can do in a practical way, sort of like a conscious buying. You know, you can... Uh, It's not much more expensive to buy organic potato and organic carrot and, you know, uh, regional products. They're almost the same. And if you calculate also the price of if you don't buy too much, every time that you throw away something, it's your money as well that you're throwing away. And as here, you know, Germans are in like, you know, in the whole world, I think is that we live in a capitalist uh, sort mm -hmm. of system. So it's basically people care about a lot of your money. So if you care about your pocket, just think about every time you throw something away, it's your money there. And so by reducing this, you're like saving your money. And plus, you're also doing something great for the world. You're reducing like hunger in the world. So you're making people's life better. You're reducing your impact in the environment. In if you buy local, you you're producing less pollution in the air. You're supporting if you support the local uh, producer, you are uh, reducing your impact in the world like immensely. So um, again, buy consciously. Make a list of what you make a plan. What you what what you want to cook, so you don't you know and calculate that if you're young, you know, <laughs> living in Berlin, you might have like spontaneously um, like sort of the idea to go out to eat something. So you don't buy for seven days. Just like put there that maybe you might get like an I don't know you know like amazing person that invites you to have a dinner so don't buy for like full don't have always like a full fridge means you're not being sustainable mm. and that's that's really weird that's like a really new <laughs> <laughs> it's a really weird concept don't fill your fridge <laughs> Um, yeah, well, and I, I wrote down on my book that there's a list uh, in the end of the book, like every like many things that you can do. And it's really easy to integrate in your daily routine. And um, yeah, I think it's like uh, really helpful. Will, will your book be published in English at some point? I really hope so. I really hope that we can spread the word. Um, okay. In other languages. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And do you ever um, do you ever say, "Fuck it, I want to have some really bad takeaway junk food or something"? Do you find does that ever happen to you, or um, are all your meals and snacks just very healthy? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. I think you know. Um, there's a balance. Mm. 
as for example, I, I don't like sugar mm. naturally, you know, like, and then I started like developing this because then I saw, okay, this industrialized uh, sugar and all the damage and I, being Brazilian. So I know like what happened to our environment, to, to people's life. You know, you have like children working there, losing their arms, you know, that sort of things. So you, you're always like kind of like, okay, it's sort of something bad. This, and then, but I have less sugar in my blood. Mm. So I got to have my sugar. <laughs> I have to find, my doctor said, okay, you have to eat more sugar. <laughs> and uh, so sugar is really important and necessary for, for our diet, for our health. And uh, and I think it's like a, just a question of like balancing. You know, I, I also wrote this on my book. This is also a topic because um, I think, you know, we have... Uh, we have also this emotion uh, relation to our food. So as for example, you have, I have like a, you know, you go to swim here in Berlin. Strandbad. And then you get like, everybody's like eating pommies, you know. Mm. It's like sort of experience that you have like, okay, the kids, you go there and you get like the ice cream yeah. and you get the, you know. <laughs> yeah. And it's like sort of the whole package of, yeah. uh, of things. <laughs> And it's amazing, you know, but it doesn't need to be um, every day. No. I mean, you can also combine. So what I do with my son is, for example, to reduce his um, number, you know. like So uh, we go, okay, we know we are going to a party and I know it's going to be a lot of like fast food or whatever. Okay, I, I just give him a lot of good food before we go. And then he eats less. Or when we go to the to the uh, to the lake, I I make like some vegetables, uh, you know, like um, uh, carrots or cucumber with kraut uh, quark, you know, the sort of things that you you sort of just balancing. I think this is the, like that's the secret, you know. I don't think it's like uh, I I mean. Don't do this. Don't go parties. No, that's. I think that's not the. You know, if if you force yourself to do to have certain like sort of diet or that is not like feeling really. You know, if we are happy in the party, go party. <laughs> <laughs> if you you know, but you don't need to get wasted every day. No. No. And yeah. I mean, because that in the long run is not going to make you happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So I'm just reflecting on everything you just said. It was really great. Um, is there is there anything that you'd like to add for, for anyone listening? So this episode will go out before Berlin Food Art Week starts, which the official dates are the 7th to the 14th of July. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, so an anything you want to share? Yeah, I think maybe, I mean, the, the program, I, I think, you know, what is really important for us is like that we have a main location, which is Halish's house. Beautiful. The 7th to the 14th. So we concentrated all the content there. And uh, we want to see as more people as possible there because that does, that's the idea. We want to integrate everybody. And I you know I was talking uh, about we have a very famous uh artists but we have also people doing art for the first time of their life you know I, I got a lot of stress like because you know like we have I have like 110 people calling me and you know some people of course they don't they are not always happy I cannot make everybody happy I try to I try to I do my best you know but they just like uh, we are very very small team with like uh, 
limited resources or no financial support. So how to make it, right? And um, and I, I think just, you know, it's that that's the idea of having, we have scientists, we have movie directors, we have independent discussions, Sustainable Food Academy. And then we have the film screening as an open-air kino, open and like uh, free and uh, of course, you know, so we have a lot of uh, pro, like a content that is like, it's for everybody. And it's like, uh, you know, we, we hope to bring this all people together. This, I think this is very important. Like to just to mention, maybe you can put in a better words, like more charming way, <laughs> saying, okay, we have this main location. We have all this, uh, you know, we have the exhibitions, we have the parties, we have people playing vegetables. We have... <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. And there's also some kids' activities. So, so people with kids can also check out the schedule for... Um, some of the kids' activities too. Yeah. I think it's, you know, it's kind of a cliche to say there's something for everyone, but I think there is so much happening. It's definitely worth it to check the schedule and see, you know, um, see if there's something, whether it's a workshop or a dinner or an exhibition um, or a talk. Um, it looks like a really amazing schedule. So the full list is on the Berlin Food Art Week Facebook event and also the website. The website, foodartweek.com. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you so much, Taina Gedez. <laughs> it's been lovely catching up with you. Um, I'll post the links to your books in the details for this episode. Um, so Die Küche der Achtsamkeit is the kitchen of mindfulness is Taina's um, latest book. And also um, Kochen mit Brot. And is that the one in the second edition now? Yes. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you very so much. So everyone is, is using up their hard bread for delicious uh, extra meals. I mean, that's the thing is you can stretch the food that you have. Um, so always look twice at something before, you know, to decide what to do with it. Yeah, and look how amazing, you know, you're you're saving your money. You're like making delicious food, like having a lot of pre- pleasure with that. And plus you're helping people and the environment. I couldn't have said it better. <laughs> Thank you very much, Taina, and all of us for Berlin Food Art Week. I hope it's a roaring success and uh, also for the for the future plans. And we'll definitely have you back on again. Thank you very much. Thank You're you welcome. for having me.